Uh, oh, hey, Chris. Uh, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. Uh, that means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or, or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's got a wealth of medical knowledge because he studied health in his medical college. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some complaints about the overuse of technical terminology I've been using, such as skeleton and pumpkin spice latte, so I'll try to tone it down a little as we go along. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Zip, zop, zorp. Cameron is like a wind chime in the breeze, catching the subtle changes of winds and pressures, of the trends of the world, and then translating that into a melody that harmonizes with the medical topics discussed here so that every ear is highly engaged and tuned in. Amen, Dr. London. Also with us is Luja Dillon in the house. Okay. And later in the show, Cameron tells me that we can also expect a guest, so look forward to that. Uh, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Quote, Food is great, but the owner, Ronnie, is a scumbag who sleeps around. I went to the doctor because I thought I had a yeast infection, but then Doc says I got trichomonas. And I am pissed, but I will rise up and hold my head high. End quote. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for reaching out to us here at the Jock Doc Podcast. We always appreciate hearing back from our listeners. The, the situation you present, it does sound difficult with an apparent diagnosis with a sexually transmitted infection. Um, and this Ronnie character being a person of ill repute. Well, it, it sounds like there's a further story there. Um so it is understandable hey that you're upset. Aren't you gonna have this guy's back a little bit? He's a bro. I you're just throwing him under the bus that quickly. You don't even know the guy. That's that's true. I so I, whenever I said of ill repute, his his reputation from what I can gather from this quote that I have is that it's negative. So uh, okay, so it's your job when someone has a negative rep to just throw them under the bus. That's what doctors do. This is just part of the your process. Is this what universal healthcare is? No. When okay. there's when there's just you, you try to get everyone on the same level, and it's by throwing every single person under a bus. No. Wow. Okay. For our listeners to clarify, the concept of universal healthcare is not um, holding a particular opinion of a given person or group 
universally. That's not that's not what universal healthcare is. Yeah, it is. Okay, so universal healthcare is the, so more the the concept of bringing healthcare to everyone, uh, you know, at n- no or minimal cost um, as a right. That that's sort of what that's about. Uh, whereas in this situation, yeah, you, the right to get more people into your offices so you can throw them under the bus. I see exactly what this, what you're going for here, Doctor London. Honestly, it's kind of an alpha move. I. I kind of, I'm kind of digging it. I'm changing my mind from what I was saying 45 seconds ago. It's kind of baller. Uh, okay. So, so to answer their question, uh, it's understandable that they're upset given the situation, but it sounds like they've already sought uh, professional medical care and they have the right mindset to move on. So to this listener, um, you know, keep on going, conquer these challenges and uh, we wish you well. Now for a tale from the clinic. I went to see a Spanish-speaking patient, so I required a translator. I asked the patient what brought them to the clinic today, and they told a long story to the translator, and this took several minutes. So finally, when they had finished speaking, the translator said, Well, I woke up and went to the restroom. Then I brushed my teeth while in the restroom. Then I went to the coffee maker and made some coffee. Uh, And sorry, to bear in mind before this, uh, I just asked what brought them to the clinic today. So to go on, uh, went to the coffee maker and made some coffee. The coffee mater? (sighs) No, no, I I meant to say maker, the the coffee machine. So is this the kind of well thought out, well planned for expertise that I should expect when I step into Dr. London's office? Type of, you got a Keurig coffee mater in the office. Okay, no, so, and this is and just this me is quoting. why universal healthcare is bad or good because I don't remember where I settled on it moments ago. Okay, so to, to continue with that patient's quote, uh, after after that, I went to the mailbox and checked the mail. In the mail, I found a letter that said I have an appointment at the doctor's office today, and so that is why I am here today. That's the end of the quote. Uh, so now we ask, we ask what are known as uh, open-ended questions for these patient encounters so that the patient has a chance to share their most pressing concerns without us narrowing down the parameters of what they can speak about. This uh, can help making sure that we listen to a given patient in order to arrive at the best diagnosis and treatment options. Wow. So when I asked... So that you have a kind of more thorough and nuanced way to throw them under the bus? Well, no. So the open-ended question is so that they could potentially guide us more, so that it's to not a more. Us. It's the context provided to to offer a more effective way for you to kind of just screw them over as much as you possibly can. Well, I I, I don't think. Well, anyway, so with your with your coffee mater in your office. Yeah. <laughs> so so in this case the uh the strategy of using an open-ended question such as what brought you to the clinic today or what kind of flavors do you have in your coffee mater okay uh so sometimes that can elicit a response like this which tells us nothing of the patient's actual symptoms uh okay okay so Anyway, so that was that patient. Basic, it was a normal thing, sort of at the ER, but uh, that can sometimes happen where you ask an open-ended question. 
Um, anyway, now for today's topic, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Mmm. The term... Zesty. Well, uh, for these patients, maybe not so much. So the term hypertrophy refers to an overgrowth. And in this case, we were referring to an overgrowth of a portion of the heart muscle. Uh, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a genetic heart disease that is most commonly inherited in an autosomal dominant fashion. Uh, the, the main problem in hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is the diastolic expansion of the heart due to a stiff left lower chamber of the heart. Uh, and this can be so overly big and muscular that it actually blocks uh, the outflow of blood from the heart to the rest of the body. So um, for that reason, patients can present with fainting or even sudden death. And because this is genetic, the sudden death can happen even in a young patient. So basically parts of the, the heart are so big and muscular that it blocks the blood that's trying to get out uh, whenever, it, whenever the heart pumps. Uh, the classic presentation is... So you're, are you, you're saying maybe kind of working out the heart area, which we have discussed before possibly two or three other times. Mm -hmm. You're saying it's now bad because I left those conversations believing, put it, kind of putting in the effort to exercise your heart to make it big and strong like the Grinch, as we've discussed before, right? So was a positive. Thing. So in this instance, uh, it's a genetic thing. Their heart is already too big from when they're born. Okay, like an elephant. I, I don't, I don't think I felt. Oh, like the size of an elephant? Is yeah, that an elephant mean? heart. Maybe it's it's more a particular part of the heart is too big. Okay. And so that part blocks off the, the flow of blood. to the. I don't think it's an wow, elephant. so you're saying that these people born with these gigantic hearts are born with this capacity to love? No. And empathize with other people more than the... It's almost like being born with a superpower. Well... That's so interesting. So... I love science. Well, so the classic presentation for how this... Medicine is so cool. How, how people can find out they have this is um, a young athlete just suddenly dies. How young? Uh, like in their teens, like they're in high school playing football. Okay. And they just suddenly die. And the, the sort of classic scenario in which that can happen is from hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. You're saying they loved too much and that's what did them in. Well, what I'm really saying is that that actually Personally, Dr. London, I think maybe this world could use some more love instead of trying to tell people that their capacity to love is too large and they need to shrink it or you're going to die on a football field. Well, no. Like personally, I think that's insane. I guess I should clarify that whenever I refer to the heart, I'm not referring to the emotional heart. I'm referring to the um the love. I'm, I mean, I'm not either. I'm not, not referring I'm to talking love, about sorry. the physical blob okay. in the upper right part of your chest. Upper left is where So that's the liver is what you're thinking of. I'm just telling you where love is, Dr. London. See, so you, you're under the impression that love is stored in the liver the top right part of the heart or i guess upper right chest would actually be the just the lungs yeah okay that's where love is stored dr london okay well and so to to clarify from my perspective at least the extra exercise with compromised blood flow from the heart is actually that's a recipe for disaster which is why hypertrophic cardiomyopathy uh it it's a real medical issue that you basically tell the patients don't exercise, which is a rare thing to tell any patient. 
That's literally exactly what I was just saying. Don't exercise because you're stretching your capacity of love beyond what your body can handle. Okay, and once again, it's not love, it's muscle. Oh, did you learn that from from the back of your coffee mater, Dr. London? All right. Uh, Cameron, did you say that we had a guest today? We absolutely do, Dr. London. Okay. Uh, all right. Who do you who do you have for us today? This is uh, drlondonsmith.com uh, on the Jock Doc podcast. Welcome. Hi, I'm a I'm a I'm Fancy Octopus, and I have. I'm sorry, you're, you're a Fancy Octopus. Yes, I am. I my name is a bit descriptive, like you know, like how Edge is constantly living on the edge, uh, or he is literally just an edge. I am a Fancy Octopus. I escaped from the aquarium, but I'm you know. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Oh wow. So yeah. you can speak. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, well, I just saying I have a little bit of a complaint. Um, with your clinic because I was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go on. So I was, um, I was writing, I was, so I needed to get to work the other day. It wasn't not really work. It was more like a sauce thing. But so I was, I was riding the bus to work and it happened to pass by your clinic and we hit a bump and I'm pretty sure I saw somebody standing out the window, just throwing a body in front of the bus. And we went over that body and it bumped and it spilled soup all over me and it really ruined my day. Wow. And I'm sorry. So, well, yeah. So that's what you mean whenever you say it was more of a sauce thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I spilled sauce all over me. That's really what happened because I, I couldn't go to work. You know, the issue uh, what with, to do? with our sauce. clinic was that you, the bus you, you were on ran over a body. Well, Dr. London, why are you why are you responding in such a condescending way? Yeah. I mean, do you, you not obviously that- threw someone under my bus and it impacted my commute. Oh, so. so <sighs> So you're under the impression Dr. that London. I You're under the impression that I was the one responsible for throwing that body under your bus. I mean, it's the Dr. London Medical Clinic. It's the biggest clinic, you know, in the area. It even says drlondon.com on the side. Yep. And my bus goes by it every day. And sure enough, a body was thrown under the bus. And I don't know if it was your assistant, but I'm assuming you tell them what to do. So... That that sounds highly atypical for. I don't believe that that was um, anyone in, at my clinic, as far as I know. Uh, certainly not something that we would do as a part of our clinical practice. Uh, would be throwing any. Sort so of, this is something you've done on your free time. This is not something that. Yeah, this is. So not, I mean, I'm not. This isn't like I'm not trying to like bring the Better Business Bureau here. I mean, it was just a little mm-hmm. bit of sauce on my jacket, but you know, I would definitely okay. say you should. Take in mind people's commutes when you're throwing people under the bus. Okay. And, yeah, I guess that's the other part. So, normally, we would be concerned with, um, you know, s- someone being injured by a bus running over them. But, uh, so, I guess your main concern was just the, the it, sauce. It, it, the sauce got on me. It was, my, it, was, it was a good sauce. I mean, this was some expensive sauce. And these are and, the kind of risks you have to consider before you just kind of willy-nilly... You know, every single person that you see, every patient that comes into your office, every person you interact with and talk to and have a relationship with, constantly trying to undermine them and kind of really just kind of push them down to the point of suicide, which is a lot of what you focus on. 
I, and from what I can tell, listening to this podcast, that seems to be I th- maybe the mission statement of the podcast. Okay, so I sort of tell the mission statement at the beginning of each episode that we discuss fitness and health. Well, okay. And how to incorporate oh, okay, so, our modern so, understanding so, of science and medicine into our daily lives. Go on. Oh, so this is a fitness and health podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's the... Um, and I, I don't know who... Or are you sure that someone was actually thrown under the bus whenever the bus ran over them? I mean, it it, it may have been like a toss, maybe a mm. throw. It was underhand. So maybe it's not a throw. Maybe you, you toss somebody under the bus. But there was a yeah. body from the second window thrown, and it perfectly matched to where that before they hit the ground, the tires of the bus had gone over them. Yeah, so you know, kind of... Uh, Dr. Lennon, you know... Um, in Little League, in between T-ball and then playing normally, you kind of have coach pitch. And it's sort of sometimes underhand, but the point of it is kind of like a lighter touch to it. It sounds like that's exactly what's happening, but in this case, with a corpse. The corpse being thrown under the bus. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did the bus stop after running over this? No. It just kind of, I mean, like, you know, you got to get, you got to be on time. Who... Who 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 was driving this bus? Was this a person? I was driving. I, I was driving the bus. Oh, you were driving. And, okay, it wasn't okay. I mean, it may not have been a bus. It may have been a van I stole, and it may have been a van I was actually carrying tons of sauce in, hmm. and it may have been that I was actually just kind of collecting people and dropping them off at random places against their will. That's a bus. It's a, it's a bus, right? Yeah, it's yeah, totally it's a, a bus. bus. So, and I guess to clarify on a few points here, um, when you say sauce, mm-hmm. is, that, is that like soy sauce or is that a particular type of sauce that you're referring to? I like to, to? call it a, a boss sauce because as Ooh. I like to say in the sauce industry, uh, the sauce is boss. As oh, in wow. that sauce is my boss. Uh, it's worth more than me in gold. And it was uh, a mixture of marinara okay. and teriyaki uh, soy sauce. And it... It was like a special. It was a special blend for this new fusion restaurant happening on the north end, and it's you know it's a nice like spaghetti with chicken teriyaki going down. It was really good sauce. Mm. Um, it cost a solid thirty five dollars per tablespoon. This was a very very fancy establishment. I mean, I'm not allowed to say, but someone who uh, yells at people on TV for food is uh, the, the CEO of the restaurant. I'm not supposed to say that, but um, that yeah, he was he was. He was livid when I spent sp- spilled that much sauce on me. Okay, and I guess there there are kind of a lot of questions I have at the moment, um, which I feel like unpacking the situation. First, can we go back to uh, you? You said you were an octopus. Uh, yes. Well, yes, but I have a disguise that makes people think that I'm a person because I am currently oh. I'm currently trying to destroy the Western world. Um, okay, and Western world that's like, specifically meaning uh, like like, I mean, just to catch all of the Western Hemisphere on fire. Essentially, okay, okay, would be would be that's one way to do it. This is kind of a back burner. I've had my trials and tribulations with that. Uh, I've gotten really into sauce as of recently. It and really so sounds kind of, like it. Yeah, I'm a big sauce fan. You know, I mean, what's so? But the you know, I but I do have to pretend to be human. And, and so, I do I do want to say I think the addition to a boss style sauce to the sauce marketplace is a real smart move. I think one of the things we've focused on too much over the last decade sauce wise are epic sauces, epic ass sauces, 
or you bomb know, bomb sauces, bomb you know, sauces, like, you know, like kick ass, epic, hot sauce, dope. and it has like a picture of a donkey, but it's, you know, or like it has like a gun and a skull and it's like, this will fucking kill you. No. Yeah. This exactly. sauce is your boss. It will berate you. It will demean you. It will make you forget why you even like your work and then it will fire you. And when you get fired and you taste the, the free, the sweet, sweet taste of freedom from that boss sauce. Mm. You have it on a little sandwich, and you remember the sauce is pretty boss. Wow! And that's that's the moment we're trying to sell. Uh, Cameron, do we have uh, any sponsors today? Ooh, um, it's complicated. <laughs> So okay, I guess I'll explain it. So, do we have um, do, what, what, did a company or an organization at, uh, pay money? It's to the show comp to have their uh, product or service advertised on the show. Catered. It's complicated. I'm working. I'm working through a bit of a legal issue. Okay. Well, what's the what's the legal issue? Um, do you remember Cameron Scooters? Yeah, My that was very, the- very, very successful and well plotted idea. So you were to refresh our listeners. Mm-hmm. You had come up with this idea where you stole these scooters that had been these electric scooters from around town. Mm-hmm. From other people who were using them, mm-hmm. and then uh, had had a few ideas for uh, basically including fireworks with it and selling the combination of firework and sound and scooter as a product mm-hmm. for seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, and you so that was your big well, thing. It wasn't just holding. Fireworks. The goal was to go really, really fast. Yeah, I'm sorry. You wanted to go to what was it? 130 miles an hour. Yeah, 120 to 130 miles an hour was the yeah. goal. And you wanted specific sounds to be made by the fireworks. Uh, yeah. And if I, I wanted the fireworks to go. Right. And if I if they couldn't make those sounds, I would attach a Bluetooth speaker that would play those sounds. Correct. Okay, so so that product, right? Uh, yeah, you. So that somehow got you into legal issues. Yeah, well, sorta. I don't know if you'd, you know, like Law and Order. I don't know if it's the law side or the order side. Well, so basically, law- I killed three people. So I'm riding, I'm riding my scooter around town, right? Going 120 miles an hour, weaving in between trees and stuff. Right. Going, oh, oh. Cops are chasing me. They're going, slow down. I'm saying, never. All this kind of stuff. Anyway, so I hit this guy. Okay. Run to the back of the car. It, uh, you, you hit the guy or you hit the car? I hit the car okay. that a guy was driving. Okay. With three other people in the car. Okay. Unfortunately... The scooter went through the wi- the the back window. Okay. Chopped off the heads of the three people in the back seats. That, is that? Did you install like a saw or something on the scooter or a blade? That's that, that doesn't sound that possible for a scooter to do, unless you were going just ridiculously fast. 
well, I am going 120 miles an hour. I, even that, that sounds so to cut off, to decapitate people. You don't think it had anything to do with me whittling it down, right? You, like the part you stand on, I whittled it down to kind of be in a cooler shape. It might, yeah, I guess it could. It just sounds very far-fetched. Okay, I guess regard, you know, dismissing the physics of that. Chopped off their heads. Okay. With the scooter. Guy who was driving was pissed. I've never seen someone so mad. I'm like, dude, calm down. So, so, so you killed two people. Three. Three. And then there was another driver. So there were four people total. Okay. There was a driver and then okay. three other people in the car. Okay. I said okay. that minutes ago. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying, trying to get this straight. So you killed the three people. They were all sitting in the back. Okay. I don't know if it was an Uber situation. I don't know why. Okay. Three people in the back. Guy driving. Okay. Three people in the back, head chopped off. Okay. Scooter was too sharp and fast. Okay, right. And hot because of the fireworks. Okay. So, you know, combination, pretty cool, pretty cool combination. And was the sound Maybe still Maybe not the coolest combination in every single situation. I, I imagine for the people whose heads were chopped off, it was not the coolest situation, but that is irrelevant. Right. So the guy was- They're in, in my rear view. I don't even think about those people anymore. They're long gone. Fake it's, friends, you know? It doesn't sound like they were friends of any kind. That's what I'm saying. Fake friends. Anyway, so the driver guy, he's pissed. I'm like, dude, calm down. It's not even like that big of a deal. Well, it, like, if these to were, kill people is a big deal. It just didn't even, it just didn't seem like, how, like people died trying to go to the moon. Uh, you did know? They? Like in the preparation to go to the moon, yeah. You mean like they died of natural causes? No, no, no. They died in, in tests and stuff okay. to prepare for the initial moon landing. And you think that you I think every people... great human feat comes with some risks. And sometimes those risks are bodies. And so you The Great seeing... Wall of China, lots of people died building those. Uh, okay, the pyramids, sure. tons yeah. of people died building those. Sure. World but, War II, one of the greatest things ever. People died. But this wasn't, this was your finished product. Yeah. Killing people. Going fast, making cool noises. Okay, so the guy was upset. So, you know. Oh, yeah, guy was pissed. I'm like, dude, calm down, dude. And he's like, no, I'm going to call the cops and you're going to go to jail forever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to jail for being an inventor. No, no, for the, for killing three people is probably what Oh yeah, throw me to. in jail because I decided to to be innovative. Okay. Cool. Yeah, lock me up, sir. You say lock that's up sarcastic. lock up Einstein, you know? If if Einstein had killed three people, then yeah, he would have also been imprisoned probably. And so anyway, this guy's like, "Hey, look, man. I'm not I won't call the cops if you help me out." He he made that big of a tonal change whenever you had just killed three of the people in the car. Yeah. He had that little attachment to them. He was pissed. And then he goes, hey, man, I'll help you out. Okay. If you help me out. I was so like, okay. It sounds like you found a very shady person then. I was like, okay, cool. And he's a cool guy. We're hanging out later. So he, he's like, all right, I, I got like a ton of horse feed that I got to get rid of. 
And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know much about horses, but I know a lot about feed. Right. I know what you do with it. And I know what happens to it. You're talking about, whenever you say feed, do you just mean eating? Yeah. Like, you know a lot about how eating, you have to eat. and then what happens later. I know all about it. So I'm like, yeah, I can probably help you out. Okay. So that is why I'm re- I, I'm really, really, really excited and happy to present Dr. London's medical grade equine feed. Uh, okay, why is my name on that? Because I th- he wanted a level of legitimacy that Cameron Scooter Creator did not offer. Because that was my idea initially. I didn't want to get you involved at all. Thank you for but that. Cameron Scooter Creator's equine horse feed just didn't flow, I guess. Oh, so the I signed issue you was up. branding? Yeah. Like, so I signed you up. Flow? So uh, now, I mean, we have like 3,500 of these bags of horse feed that we got we to gotta sell. I, and you're wanting me to... To read this what? ad copy. I, okay. And by, I, I, need, I need to stress something here. You keep saying like, oh, you want me to read this or whatever. I don't care. This guy does. The guy who you killed three of his friends. Yeah, and he said, these aren't going to be the only dead bodies if you don't unload this horse feed. He, thre- he threatened your life? He, I don't, he said, I'm going to add more bodies to the pile. I don't know whose life he's talking about, but I assume it's yours now that your name's attached to it. And Okay. Uh, have you tried going to the police about any of this? Dude, he is the police. Is he, are you sure he's not like the mafia? Well, he was listening to the police. Okay. Well, that is different. There's a distinction to be made there. People can buy police scanners and listen to those without being policemen. No, he was listening to the police. Roxanne. Okay. Okay. So the every breath you take. So when you say that he, he's listening to the greatest hits album. Okay, so you weren't associating him with a law officer. Tainted love. Was that? Is that the police? I I'm not sure. But what I am sure of is, okay, he sounds like he was not. Every little thing she does is magic. Every little thing about a man. It sounds like he was not an officer of the law. I don't know. He's listening to the police. So anyway, you you need to read this ad. Look, I don't want to get involved in the mafia. It has nothing to do with the mafia. It has to do with horse feed, medical grade horse feed sponsored by Dr. London Smith. And what makes it medical grade? You're the doctor. Well, I figure it out. I mean, it's so three people. And I don't like maybe DJ Dylan. Can you just maybe edit some of this out or something? Yeah. Make it louder. I Okay. Is your horse too uh, slow? Uh he, he needs Dr. London's medical grade equine feed. 
go from zero to speedy with our 100% genuine horse-approved feed parcels for only $75 a basket. Okay, and I don't, we don't have, did you have horses approve this? Yeah. Was that part of the process? Read the ad. Okay. If your horse doesn't win the Kentucky Derby after eating my feed, I will personally eat the same amount. I guarantee it. Okay, I won't do that. It's in the ad. That was one of the things he really, really stressed. That I have to eat? That someone's eating this. Okay. For more info, contact Cameron, who will be at the downtown Carl's Jr. tomorrow through Thursday. Through Thursday. Love you. Bye. And that was part of the ad, too? Yep. I, I guess that's the part I object to the least. But, all right. Uh, Cameron, you should, I guess, lay low for a while, because murdering three people isn't a small thing. It'll be easy to lay low. My name's not on the product. Yours is. No, I mean for the murder, not the feed. Not the horse feed. He said it was fine. The guy said it was fine. And he was listening to the police, so. Okay, well. Every little thing you do Yeah. Okay, well, I guess thank you to our sponsor, which I guess is me. Yep. All right. Okay, and uh, sorry, and to, to clarify... Uh, have you, you've always been able to speak articulately as, or at all, I suppose, as an octopus, or is that? Uh, you would never say that. that something, you, you were making coffee with a coffee mater, for example. Oh, no, I would only say I would making coffee with coffee mater if I was in the movie Cars and yeah. mater had come up and given me coffee. But that's obviously, that's, that's a, everyone does that. But no, all octopus can speak. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I've never, uh, I've never heard of that. Is that, that's Well, why common? would we want to talk to you guys? Well, the I, only reason I talk to people is to further my plans. Okay. And so today, your plans, I guess, have some what, interaction with us. Is our, what, what, what is our involvement in this destruction of the Western world? Because I'm on the fence right now, but I can be so, very easily persuaded. So... My big thing was throwing people under the bus is a great concept for my plans. Uh, keep doing it, but just don't do it under my bus because uh, I have a lot of okay. sauce in there. Okay. And but I'm here to encourage everything that's happening here. To, it's to, all... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, just to clarify, I, I don't believe that uh, anyone that I am aware of was responsible for throwing anyone at, under that bus. I'm not sure what happened in the scenario. Are you sure? Well, I, well Dr. London, I think he... I believe he's suggesting that our very podcast itself is assisting in his plan to destroy the Western world. I, okay. And I guess on that note, which I, I would suggest that maybe half of the podcast is maybe the half that's stuffier. Um, how do I put this richer, uh, um, doctory uh, elite. That's, oh yeah. yeah that's yeah, the yeah. word. Whereas, Maybe the half of the podcast that maybe makes the world better is kind of the more smart, handsome, cool guy one. Okay. Well, and I, I appreciate that feedback. Uh, but 
Okay, I guess oh, just one... that you just that you see our guest and I discussing something as feedback. I mean, yeah. So let's 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 pull back the curtain. We are all sitting here. I'm surprised you didn't know I was an octopus since we're in the same room. I, my disguise is very good. I guess that's that's I should take it as a compliment. Yeah. Let's pull the curtain back. Yeah. I mean, on you, this. you have you look exactly have, like Jonah Hill, which is interesting because that's kind of who I thought I was getting when I when I kind of. You know. I do sometimes mark myself as Jonah Hill because people do want to talk to him. He's a very funny guy. He's he's a wonderful person. I've I have spent some time with Jonah Hill, and that's how I got his uh, that's how I got his agent. I've really just been like kind of low key been Jonah Hill for the past few weeks. Wow! And I've been getting some great engagements. Um, but yeah, we're in this so studio, and I've you're engaged. Yeah. Then yeah. Okay. The, well, well, congrats. I was okay, and that was engaged. And that as Jonah Hill. Was, you were engaged. Well, as Jonah Hill, but more importantly, it was kind of spooky. Um, you know, we, so I brought my fiance. We were we met. It was a lovely time. Um, and then, you know, we moved all our documents together into my new apartment. And we're moving there. And, you know, we, we had trouble sleeping because there's all these, like, rackets and howling and all crazy nonsense above. It kind of say stuff like, you know, like, oh, you know, the devil's coming for you. All this nonsense or whatever. Right. And then one day, uh, so we're not sleeping at all. There's something going on in the house. And then one day uh, I got up and her cat had spilled freaking like Vegemite, like some like kind of like pulped Vegemite all over my 2018 tax documents. I'm no longer able to keep financial consistency of my tax returns. And I, and I had to dump her for it. Oh, wow. I mean, and it really it's rattled me. I am horrified. This okay. is why you I don't, don't co- cohabitate with an Australian. Yeah. And so, oh, that you know, issue? okay. And then, you know, so, uh, the, I'm still hearing the noises, but you know, I've gotten used to it, but man, I'm still rattled by those tax documents. They really are just. Okay. Uh, so, so as, uh, at going about as Jonah Hill for the past few weeks has led to mm-hmm. some engagement, which I get, it sounds like it's actually over. So I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it was, it was, it was definitely a good it was a good it was a good run while it lasted okay well um to go back to this van because you kind of changed your story a little bit with how it was a bus then it's a van and you were trying to and then we established that a bus is a van if you are transporting people. dropping people off against their will yeah right That's could you tell I, me like about, a bus does could you tell me about these people why were you dropping them off against their will okay so i have an associate uh he's you know he has this company and it's uh, it's called um non-consensual tours it's essentially like if you're a tourist in the city um but you like are on your day where you don't want to go walk around and stuff we don't allow that we find you we uh, kidnap you and we drive you around town and we give you a tour of the city against your will and oh wow uh, do yeah, you sign sounds... up for this beforehand or well this no I'm... no it's just people we find at like you know like hotels and stuff yeah, this sounds great. I've, there's so many times I've been on vacation or traveling to another city and just trying to figure out what to do on a free afternoon is overwhelming in and of itself. And and it sounds like this is taken care by, of. Yeah, and you know, you're just sitting there thinking like, I don't know, I feel a little bad. I, maybe I want to stay in tonight. No, we pull up, we grab you in. Uh, the guy, you know, he gives a, he knows a wonderful walking tour of the town. It's, it's beautiful. Um, we do have to like gag you because you, people like to scream, but some people get excited by that. So win-win in my opinion. Okay. 
I guess to me it sounds a little um, unusual because what Karen was suggesting was that you sign up for, like at least from what you, the way you made it sound, is you sign up for something no. and then that's not what I said. If you're bored, nope. Okay, that's not. It has nothing to do with what I just said. I said when you're visiting another town or city that you're not familiar with, right? It can be overwhelming to spend a lot of time trying to figure out what to do, what sights to see. Right, and so in and that case, you would want to sign up for something like that. Nothing you just said had anything to do with what I had just said. Yeah, I think I think we're all on the same page here. We're all saying that this is a completely legitimate business that's not illegal, and that we should keep kidnapping tourists. Yeah, I mean, I, I would even maybe think about franchising this thing. I think we can. I mean, we could probably get into, like, all of the East Coast and possibly even the South. I think there's a lot of markets that would that would open up to this. If you think about, you know, duck tours. Remember, duck tours were really sort of a popular thing for a while. But yeah. then the one in that uh, Detroit yeah, they, or something, well, I mean, it, it sunk. It, it, it sunk. And that's uh, a market. we did buy up some duck boats. But, you know, it turns out they're dangerous. So we had to, like, rebrand them as vans. Makes and, sense. Uh, do you do still yeah. so as drive, vans, into not the, buses. drive into the water? Well, so two questions. Yes. Uh, of, we've already decided that a van with people in it is a bus. And, uh, yes, we do drive into the water, but it's usually to hide the evidence. Okay. I, and what evidence? D- do you mean bodies? I mean, it depends. Uh, sometimes the uh, non-consensual tour business. I try and keep this separate because it's not really my business. It's an associate's, and I just help them out every once in a while, and I get to deliver sauce in the van. Right. But right. Uh, sometimes, you know, I need to dispose in my machinations of, you know, let's say I wanted to see if I could make the line at the airport longer. Well, I would need to destroy a bunch of documents at the airport, and the easiest way to do that is to drive it into the water. Because no one's going to find the documents there. So you're really, I mean, it sounds like you're multitasking, ultimately. It's very efficient. Yeah. Well, I, it sounds like, okay, for one thing, we believe in a patient autonomy, where a patient actually gets to make their own decisions. And so... Okay, I mean, you would want to make the whole medical process automatic. No, just, I'm sorry. Just get, just get rid of everyone's jobs. I see how it is. Okay, I, I think that's... Uh, is that what you're saying, doctor? No, I'm sorry. To clarify, patient autonomy is whenever the patient You'd gets love to... your patients to be just robots. Automatic robots who come in Automation. and say... Automation. Be just trying to take away our jobs. Dr. Londen, my lungs hurt. And then you say, oh, I'm going to push you under a bus. Or whatever, or don't. Because, again, I don't remember where I settled on that at the beginning I of the episode. I think you settled... I'm pretty sure... I, I was able to listen in because I was just in the room here. Uh, that you settled on. One sec, let me. Oh, you took notes. Uh, I took a lot of. There's way more notes in here than I need. I got like 50 pages, man. And most of it's just drawings of cats. But um, I believe huh. I do not have where you settled on that. I lied. Uh, it's. Uh... But you took down notes about, let's say, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. That yeah, that isn't thing? that the Grinch disease. Yep. Okay, no. Uh, that's in young athletes. They can uh, suddenly like die the Grinch. from. I, he, have you seen the Grinch? I mean, play any kind of sport? Because that dude is not only is he jacked, jacked but he—I mean, he can move. He's swift as well. I swift UI. Yeah. I'm not sure that I have seen him play at least not an organized sport. Of course, you um, wouldn't be familiar with things that the common man are familiar. I mean, with you're with. obviously not into the Grinch canon because you've got like you know yeah. So HCM, 
you 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 wrote down. I this is what this is pretty sure I got you word for word here on this one, which is okay. Uh, hypotrophic cardiomyopathy is when the Grinch doesn't exercise because he has too much love, and that leads to him suddenly dying. Yep. Okay. No. That that you're you're mixing up. What and I believe Cannon I said. also said that I love science and I love medicine because it's badass. Yeah. Right, and that medicine is kind of maybe we should focus more on like a supervisor style medicine. Uh, in in what way do you mean supervisor? Like supervised. As in, as in, okay, we already know that you know you as a doctor are trying to get me addicted to opioids, yep. and so what? I, maybe we should maybe instead of having it to where like the the medicine is like medicating me, it's also supervising me. So it's like, hey, I'm not gonna get you addicted to opioids. Instead, this pill has a camera on it, and it watches you. And if you try and take more pills than you're allowed, it zaps you. Zaps oh, that's you interesting. Good. I, uh, well, so one solution that we're finding is just to not prescribe so many opioids. Do you think that this kind of pill Instead. could have Wi-Fi technology so it could connect to your Alexa, and then she'd be able to yes, tell you, you when you're about to be zapped? To, you want it connected to Twitter, really, because you want the pill to let everyone know and uh, shame you. Oh, which okay. is uh, which I mean I've heard that's what that's a healthy uh, psychological thing to do to patients is to is to berate them and okay. really spook them. I, I would have to say hmm. actually that's that's been found to be uh, positive reinforcement is actually better. Oh, than so so like negative reinforcement. So giving them the pill, no, just so, like just like you would give everyone a trophy. You're just the type of doctor who gives every patient a trophy. That's how you see them. Oh, I'm just gonna just give you positive reinforcement. I'm not gonna be real. How about well, you speak your mind? I so one of the we try to encourage patients because the more encouragement you say, you know, maybe you have these problems, but uh, you can improve in these ways. You know, that's sort of the way that we you say you, you're at a certain spot now, but we can do better. Given every patient a trophy, that's a just good old fashioned. You know, everyone's special. Yep, that's how Kinda he sees cool. it. But he, he like sees everyone as special, special and also wants them to be a robot that he throws under the bus. This is the kind and of nuanced and complicated views that Dr. London has towards the common man. That's what he calls people like okay. us. I actually, I do have a question about uh, the Grinch disease. Um, what essential oil should I use to combat this? Ooh. Okay. Uh, most, to my knowledge, essential oils aren't really our uh, first line or even second line drugs. Except for their called essential they're essential oils i mean are you okay let me okay i'm just gonna give you my my essential oil breakdown of the day so first i get out of my human costume and i i roll around and do my octopus squishy things it's it's a fun time great then i fill a tub completely full of garlic and sage oil and my entire apartment reeks of garlic the demons up in the the second floor they hate it. They they don't like garlic. I mean, I kind of wish they liked it more because they'd come hang out, but they're just busy screaming because the, the smell of garlic is so strong. Then I submerge myself completely, and I can barely breathe in there because the oxygen content of garlic oil is very low. Right. And so I nearly pass out to the garlic fumes until I like, but I have a little timer. And then when I pass out, my tentacle hits the timer, and it turns on the cold water, and it wakes me up, and it's like it's like being born. Now, is that something that can help solve my 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 Grinch disease that I have? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, t- to clarify on this, so the what you're referring to as the Grinch disease, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, it's mm-hmm. um, 
it's a genetic disease that you're either born with or you're not. And I'm are you saying my genes aren't good enough to have high high pro, high H the Grinch disease? I'm saying that most likely your genes are. I thought you were into better. positive reinforcement. It, does this sound positive to you, Doctor? So it's I a, mean, I, I'm feeling personally attacked. Wow. So are you I, saying that I'm not you're making good our guest enough? feel insecure about his own body? Oh, so it's actually it's not a a good disease to have. It is a disease. So not having it, like. So you're which, saying he's not allowed to have it because you've decided that it's bad. Okay, no, this is the kind of nanny state nonsense that I'm that not I crazy think, about. I mean, hell, just join me, and uh, I'm currently on uh, on on track to burn down the entire uh, Western Hemisphere. I mean, yeah. I haven't tried yet. I've, I've thrown a few matches at the forest; hasn't gone too well. But okay. I mean, if there, if you're if you're saying that my garlic oil isn't helping uh, my my octopus heart, then I don't know if what? I can trust the medical establishment. Right, which is good. You definitely should not be trusting the medical establishment, especially not Dr. London. If you wanted to swing by my pharmacy, which we have talked about in previous episodes, I stock up on some great stuff that I kind of find around the house and, you know, from like friends of friends and whatever. Do you have like a, do you have like a good alternative to like, let's say the measles vaccine? Cause I mean, I'm worried about getting the MMR. Okay. But, no. Well, I've got some, I've got some red stuff. Measles are red, have, like, right? Bleach? Are measles red, Dr. London? Uh, me, the measles, the, the virus isn't. So I think measles color. are red. I got some red stuff. If my skin's I've got... blue because I'm an octopus, would the red measles turn into purple measles? Yeah, it would. Ah, gosh. So what we can do, I've got some red stuff. It's like a goopy stuff. stuff. And then I'm I've also got some purple so, stuff. I think I've also got some blue, even goopier stuff. So can we mix that I think that if together? You, I think if you maybe did two to one ratio of the red goopy stuff to the blue okay, goopy stuff, it should down keep your color pretty solid let me write this down okay okay good i'll come by later today what 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 arm do you write with are you which handed are you Um, uh, i I normally write with my fifth uh counterclockwise but i they're all pretty good i'm pretty ambidextrous ambidextrous okay i do want to ask real quick what what are your plans going forward and and why do you want to burn down the Western Hemisphere? Yeah, I guess that, that's that was, important too. That was my question. Oh, so the main reason uh, I wanted to burn down the Western Hemisphere was that they canceled VeggieTales after only two episodes. Wow! And Even though VeggieTales was a straight to VHS series, they canceled it. You after two, I mean, I've only canceled. been able to find two VHS. I, someone did tell me recently. That there are other seasons of Veggie Tales, and yeah. I'm not sure about that. I have I have a growing list of concerns. Like, f- first off, I was in fact stolen from my home in near Florida and put into the Miami Aquarium. That put a thorn in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know, I also I went to Burger King HQ in New York City when they canceled the chicken fingers or the chicken fries, and I was like, "Hey, dude, like I I mainly eat these chicken fries." Can I talk to the CEO? And they just they just threw me out of the building. I mean, I get I was holding a knife, but you know I'm allowed to do that as an American. Yeah. And so they were threw you, me out of the building. That also that that one's the one that really got me really mad. That's when I your, went straight to California mm-hmm. to try and uh, burn down, you know, try and start a huge uh, riot in Alcatraz. Oh wow! When you went to that Burger King, were you in your human, your Jonah Hill uh, persona, or were you going as an octopus? Because either of those could get a reaction i did go as an octopus for that one and new york's really easy to get around because i can just go in the sewers or the subway people really don't 
do anything. Like, if they see an octopus on the subway, they're like, whatever. Right. But, and who who is this associate you were talking about before? It seems like a lot of this was centered around kind of the whims of this associate. The reason you were driving the sauce. What? I have fan. multiple associates. Uh, my, one of my main associates is uh, this man named Proper Jen. I don't know if he knows I'm an octopus yet. I think he does. But I'm not sure. But uh, we, you know, we do some projects together. Uh, right. And, and so he, but he's a very proper gentleman from, from the UK, I believe. When you and, say uh, uh, that he doesn't know yet, is, is this sort of a, a difficult thing for you to reveal your identity as being an octopus to people? I mean, he's a pretty cool guy, but I mean, some people are really against octopuses. Um, I mean, I, I remember yeah. I, I went to Vegas and they eat octopus there. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I know that it depends. Inhumane. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, in animal. I mean, I had some. I didn't realize it was octopus, but it's pretty good. Yeah. I only ask because, you know, st- different people identify in different ways. And so. I understand how it could be difficult for you to sort of uh, I, go public with your identity, uh, how you identify, um, whether that be human or octopus. And well, so, I mean, it's not that I identify as octopus. I am an octopus. Right, right. No, and I, I identify as a male, uh, a cis straight male, and that's... Uh, I, I am Are you saying I'm not that. an octopus? Are you saying that Dr. I'm a London. straight no. male? I'm an octopus, dude. No, I'm you sorry. can see I, me. I'm across the... I, 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 I took see off you. the hat. I see you. You look like an octopus. I'm just saying, you know, we in this day and age, we have to... It's not only what we uh, sort of physically are, but it's also how we identify. I didn't know if you identified... Oh, I see what you're saying. So as, I have to... Yes, you... I mean, and I do. Sorry to interrupt. Side note a little bit. It is insane, insanely impressive that your costume to look like Jonah Hill is just a hat. Because it's, just it's, a hat. it's so crazy how I thought you were Jonah Hill, and that's why I invited you into this record in, in general. And it's a really good hat. It's just, I mean, it's just a trucker hat. It's just a normal trucker hat. Just like, a normal trucker hat. But, but you look like Jonah good. Hill when it's on. Because Jonah Hill it doesn't wear one of those. I've never seen him wear a trucker hat. I don't understand. Well, but it's you because take it, it off reminds and you're in, uh, of uh, Skeeter from that one movie. Um, Doug? No, I'm thinking of the, the Strange Wilderness, where, where Jonah Hill plays a, a stoner uh, cameraman uh, while they go and hunt down Bigfoot. And so I think a lot of people rem- remember that movie, and so they see the trucker hat. They're like, oh, that's Jonah Hill from yep. 2000 and 2006. Right, and I guess since even for those of us who haven't seen that movie, there is that sort of an underlying character development that he's put on through the years. Yeah, it's more of a larger aura yeah. to it than it is even a physical appearance. Wow. I mean, you know, I can I can do a pretty good Jonah Hill accent. Uh, that's we, all I've heard. Can 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 uh, we hear I, it? I, I can lean into it a little bit here. Okay. Hey, it's it's me, Jonah Hill. Oh my I like to gosh. be in movies, and sometimes I like to to to, to I gain weight for some oh, roles, and I lose weight man. for other roles. Oh, I was in that movie oh, uh, Superbad wow. where I got laid. Wow! Wow! And you, wow! It's <laughs> like I'm Wait. right in the room. And without the hat? Can, you try, can we try it without? Can we take the hat? the hat off? Okay, yeah. and I'll tr- I'll try it without the hat. Hey guys, I'm Jonah Hill. <laughs> We're uh, <laughs> gonna put the hat back on there. Not, not, that it's it, not me, to be uh, disparaging. <laughs> uh, it's me, Jonah Hill again. Okay, there it is. So yeah, anyway, it's so. been. Uh, 
it's been great to have you on, Jonah. Uh, sorry, Jeff. I'll, take, I'll take the hat off. I'll take the hat off. Just okay. Fancy yeah, octopus. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I can. Sorry, it really does sort of it, mess it, with it's me. It's crazy, right? It's kind of insane. Yeah, but um. Well, in any case, uh, we've been thankful. I, I guess Jonah Hill wouldn't have necessarily have been a um like a guest that would have contributed to the, the medical side of things, but having a big guest in general would have been something I suppose. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, thank you so much. Uh, fancy yeah. octopus for coming on. Um, and for Jonah Hill. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're looking for like a big guest, I do have an internet, uh, following kind of that, oh, uh, that like listens to my words. D- to some d- degree. The internet follows you or, well, there's the, I follow a lot of people on the internet. Okay, it's not like a stalker situation. No, no, I'm not stalking nobody uh, as of yet. Okay. But I do have, you know, things that are published out, and so there are people who have heard the name. They exist. Okay. Could you uh, could you let us know if you think so? Where to find you? In, yeah. Uh, so on the internet. Yeah, I actually, you can find me on my podcast. Uh, I, I, I know it's not great for my secret identity to publish like podcast, but I do it anyway. Because, well, you know, we got a music podcast, First Impressions Music, where we, you know, talk music and stuff. We listen to new music. You want to find new music, it's a good way to go. And then also uh, Buried Gems, which is like a literature podcast where we read internet literature and try and find the next Harry Potter, which that's the one proper gen. That's the big, big uh, Destroy the West type thing that, that we're we're thinking that we're going to do great work over there. Wow. Right, because if you can get the rights to that before it takes off. Then we'll have all the money we need. Right. Okay. Well, that... oh, So it's purely a, a funding initiative for this yeah. larger goal. Okay, okay, okay. Also, we figured if we create, if we find the next Harry Potter and we advertise it successfully, it will, cr- it will create a civil war. Right. Okay. I... I you know suppose how, like, that, that can be good. You know how like Twilight had Team Edward and Team Jacob? Yes. And everybody was about to kill each other over it? Now imagine but, if we had Twilight and Harry Potter, multiply them by each other, and then add in some Fifty Shades of Grey. I do. I'm, this is, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to stop everything in its tracks, but my father was, I mean, he was Team Jacob. Um, and you know oh. I was Team Edward, and so we haven't. Uh, we you haven't, guys haven't gotten over we haven't yet. Sp- well, we haven't brought up in the we podcast, certainly. We haven't spoken in a long time because of, um, you know, just sort of... Well, because people talk about how divided the nation is now. But just why would you pick time, a werewolf? Yeah. Why would you pick a werewolf over the vampire? Like, I, I, I just don't get it. Look, and <laughs> but I, I, I told you I'm on your side on this. Sorry. Um, and of course, we're team... I, and I, I, should, I shouldn't say that. We aren't apolitical. We are not trying to be political on this podcast, but... So you see, if I even capture... If I can capture what just happened here and magnify it with an even better book, I could destroy yeah. the world. Uh, I honestly, I don't, I can't wish you well on that journey because that, I can't. Well, I, I definitely can. And I can say I that, mean, that it's the infi- official endorsement of the Jock Talk podcast. It's a fun time. If you, even if you don't want to destroy the world, it's just a fun time too. Kind of sounds like it. And the bus tour thing sounds super fun. The bus tour thing is great. Um, we don't advertise for that because uh, we just take people. Right, it would so ruin it, the surprise of it. Exactly. So right. if you ever find yourself in one of our non-consensual tours, thank you so much. You're, we love our patrons, and uh, but you know you will get home safely. Oh, eighty percent chance. Yep. Okay, I was gonna say that didn't. From they, what I understood, that well, was not the case. He did establish they are former duck boats, and as we know, 
things happen once they hit the water. Blah, blah, yes. blah. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. Like, is or it going to flow? Or glug, glug, glug. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's hard. Also to. And glug, for me, glug, it's glug. like kind of a non-issue uh, non if it floats or not. So I'm not really too worried. For you, it's a non-issue because you're not on the boat. Well, no, I just oh, I sorry. can swim. Because you are an octopus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, my name is DrLennonSmith.com. And uh, you're, of course, uh, Fancy Octopus. Thank you for being here on the Jock Dog Podcast. Thanks for having me. our last episode or third uh, honestly it's hard to keep track uh, ever since the fiasco of cameron losing his favorite horseshoe oh. um so cameron does not believe in horses so when he found a horseshoe he didn't understand it nor what to do with it but he did drop it on the ground once and when it clattered he thought it said something so he's been well, trying okay. to You've been trying to get it to talk ever since. I mean, I since. didn't think it did anything. It did what it did. I don't think you're in front of me right now. I know you are. Yeah, so in this case, though, the, whenever it clattered, you've been going on about how it talked to yes. you. and but I didn't think it did anything. It did something, and then I reported it to okay. you. So, so as I said, he recently lost that horseshoe. So he now thinks that maybe he didn't listen hard enough or that there was a secret that he was trying to tell before it escaped. Yep. Yeah. So, so I, I like, I didn't know I'm, is that, that's still where it stands. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a horseshoe on me, do I? Okay. No. So, so to our listeners, uh, if you have seen Cameron's horseshoe somewhere, mm-hmm. Please tell us about it in a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. And also, please text friends and family with a link to your favorite episode or just use our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. Please, please, please help me find my horseshoe. Please, through a five-star review. And uh, you could also send a picture of the horseshoe or... um, Okay, so Cameron has a lot of pictures of this horseshoe. Yeah. And he'll insist that you need to send that one yep. uh, and that it responds to the name Xena. Yep. Uh, so I guess you could, do it, but I think any horseshoe would work for that. Uh, no. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Jock Doc podcast. Uh, I found it. I grafted it to the bottom of my foot. <laughs>